Hey folks and welcome to another episode of Podcraft. This is the show all about podcasting, from launching your show to monetization and everything in between. And I'm feeling quite merry because it's the Christmas episode. We've never done one of these before, have we? <laughs> <laughs> so it's I'm joined to, uh, last I, Christmas. Yeah, apart from last what was that? We done no, one last Christmas. No, we didn't. No, we didn't. Um you've gone all quiet again, Matthew. What's happened there? Let's turn you up again. Um Did I get to do the breakfast sound check again. Yeah, what did you have for breakfast what did you have for breakfast classic sound check tell me tell me avocado and a smoothie um, I, see I just don't agree with that I, I like a smoothie I like a banana smoothie with some strawberries with some you know a bit of apple maybe a carrot if I'm feeling adventurous maybe even some spinach but avocado that just makes it like gloop the secret is you don't put the whole avocado in you quarter them Right. Uh, so, so it's a quarter. So basically, you're quarter put, avocado. You're, <laughs> does that even give you any goodness? There's like there's nothing there. Is there? I don't know. I don't know anything about goodness. <laughs> so you just put it in for the sake of it. Yeah. Uh, all right. So uh, that's Matthew. As you know, I'm sure if you listen to this show regularly, I'm Colin. Uh, we're doing a Christmas episode though, partly because uh, we've never done this before, and it's our Christmas day out today, and we've been recording some podcraft episodes anyway. So we're sitting here having a, a little bottle of beer in the office of the podcast host and we're also joined by another member of staff Bran how you doing Bran hello how are you very well very well uh, so uh, yeah so I thought it'd be great to just get everyone together and have a wee chat and basically um, figure out what everyone does what do you, you know, do you know those podcasts we're just three guys in a basement having yeah. a beer talking about whatever <laughs> is this finally that is this what it's come that's what we're really now. <laughs> that is we've been reduced to that level <laughs> Sorry to all the people listening who are three yes. guys in the basement having a beer. Yeah, totally, which is loads. Uh, <laughs> so basically, if you are only a listener of PodCraft for the the hardcore podcasting teaching and stuff like that, then this is not the episode for you. You can turn it off right now safely. You're not going to miss any podcasting wisdom. Uh, well, maybe a bit. I don't know. You might. I'm sure Matthew will. Matthew cannot speak more than three sentences without spouting some podcasting wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> so uh what would we do i want i want to find out what you guys actually do <clears throat> day to day oh no <laughs> <laughs> exactly this is this is actually a staff review it's this not is a, my performance it's, meeting yeah totally um, i should have phoned uh, one of our clients is an em- employment lawyers uh-huh. uh, i should have phoned them to back yeah, me up totally. yeah <laughs> i do I, do stuff i should have phoned them to uh to make sure i'm following the right procedure since this is the start <laughs> of your sacking yeah <laughs> live set of podcast sacking <laughs> i bet that's not been done before well until now. <laughs> so let's start with Bran, because nobody's, nobody's met you, Bran. What do you actually do? What's your title? I can't even remember. Well, that's a good question. <laughs> Neither do I. Um, okay, so I'm a web developer. Yes. App developer. Uh-huh. Uh, am I allowed to say what we're building? Yes, yeah, we've mentioned okay. it before. I'll, uh, cool. well, to get, okay, so we have mentioned Alitu on the podcast before. Okay. Uh, Alitu is our podcasting app. We're building an app. We have been throughout this uh, this year, 2017, which is going to make it easier for everyone to podcast. So you'll be able to upload your raw audio, it'll process it, put on branding, you can edit it, cut off mistakes, all that kind of stuff. Um, but anyway, that's not what we're talking about. Brand is a developer for that. Yeah. One of the developers for that. Yeah. So... I deal with the front-end stuff. Mm-hmm. So the stuff that actually uh, people see and people interact with. Yes. Um, and I've been at it for half a year now. Mm-hmm. That's the 
mm-hmm. the amount of t- time I spend working on other two. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that's my main task here at the podcast house. Yeah, cool. Uh, uh, how did you, how did you get into that again? Me. Uh, you mean the whole uh, yeah, developing development. development? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you mean from the very start? Yeah. Or? Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, it was a. It started as a cool thing. How to get money at the at the secondary school? Oh, really? really? Uh, yeah. I was sixteen, and you know, it seemed. I always. I was always interested in computers, and it seemed like an easy way how to get money. Uh, some extra money for parties, and yeah, yeah. you know, what do you think of when you're sixteen, seventeen? and uh money for beer yeah exactly so you don't have to ask your parents for money you can mm-hmm. you can earn some extra cash on the mm-hmm. side and also for traveling i always wanted to travel so that gave me some some extra money and uh, yeah. you know pocket money so what was the first website you got paid to make first one it was for a flower shop mm-hmm. <laughs> it was for a flower e-shop it was a it was a an interesting one because okay. everybody asked me so what you're working on oh, it's just this flower shop um yeah that was the first real one i i've ever done yeah, yeah. that went live I, because there was uh there were a lot of projects which yeah. never seen the day of the uh, okay uh, yeah yeah so like that one did that went live and actual actual real customers saw yes. that flower website yeah did yeah. anyone buy in from it did it actually work yeah it was a very popular one back oh, cool. uh back home uh some from Slovakia. So yep. yeah. that was a very popular one. And uh it was already well known back in the capital yeah. uh, of the country. So then when the issue went live, people just immediately jumped on it and started using it. So how did you how did you get the contract, the gig for a famous flower shop <laughs> in the you said the capital, the capitalist Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, What's capital of Slovakia again? Bratislava. Bratislava, yeah. Yeah. So once again, it was uh, you know just like any other stuff that you come across. It, it was by accident. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was just looking online for a for a good gig, you know, something that could pay well. Yeah, yeah. And I found this guy, and he was trying to find some help with his e shop. Yeah. And yeah. so I thought, like, you know, I've been doing this for a month now. Um, good to go. I know everything <laughs> there is to know about web development. Yes, yeah, and yeah. yeah, safe to say it wasn't enough. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. that showed me that you need to, you know, uh, learn as you go. It sounds like that. All right. Yeah. Cool. Uh, all right. Uh, and then you ended up in the UK to do a course, didn't you? Was it your degree? Yeah. That's yeah. right. I went to study management uh, up in Aberdeen, and uh, I thought. You know, I, I've never considered myself being a web developer or a, or, a, or an app developer yeah. as my main sort of employment. I yeah. always seen myself somewhere, you know, like a managerial position somewhere, yeah. economics related. Um, but then once again, it showed us a very good way how to earn money, <laughs> you know, on the side while studying. And yeah. it was by far the best uh, student job mm-hmm. that out of all of my classmates or course mates mm. in the uni and as i went through the course i sort of realized that this is what i want to do yeah yeah so, right. you know uh, web development and everything it seemed interesting it seemed like a good career where you can progress where you can learn stuff every day because mm-hmm. it evolves it evolves pretty much every day yeah yeah so you have to keep up with it yeah, yeah. and um uh, yeah, yeah, that's cool. Just did, stuck with it. Did you ever think you'd be uh, building websites for uh, an audio company? No, 
<laughs> no, that wasn't the plan. No, nope. that wasn't what you got into this for nope. like 10 years ago. <laughs> nope. Uh, but it's, it sure is interesting. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's been, uh, yeah, it's been fun. Yeah. Very much so. <laughs> Probably a few twists and turns. <laughs> it's always like a new puzzle every day, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. What about you, Matthew? How did you, how did you, what was your first audio project? The very first bit of audio you made? That's a good question. Um, I was at college studying radio, so um, learned to learn to edit audio there at a very basic level, yeah. um, and made some uh, very basic class-based podcasts and stuff, yeah. speech yeah. stuff, um, and then uh, started making audio drama about 2011. So uh-huh. started with some single narration stories that I'd written and just took it from there. Okay, so you you actually started out with audio drama. That was all, like you didn't start with simple stuff. <laughs> well, I did at college, but my own uh, stuff was audio drama. Right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, what I, I'm sure I've asked just before, but I actually genuinely can't remember the answer. What got you into audio drama in the first place? Like, what attracted you to that? Listening to. Listening to We're Alive and Edict Zero, right, two favourite shows. Because you were you were working on the golf course, you're mowing lawns all day, not lawns, golf courses, <laughs> fairways, greens. Golf course lawns. Uh, yeah, so you've got hours and hours on the lawnmower, uh, and that was when you started listening to podcasts at that point, didn't you? Yeah, a friend of mine turned me on to We're Alive, uh-huh. um, the zombie audio drama, and yeah. never looked back after that. Right. Cool, yeah. Okay, yeah, that's cool. I because it took me. I never got into audio drama at all until you started working for me. Like I, I'd never really. I, I thought of it the same as a lot of people do, which is the Archers. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the it's like the only the only exposure a lot of UK people have had to audio drama, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is terrible. Or like the old wooden sort of fifties stuff, the old time radio, yeah, like, um, detectives. Uh, you know the ones like the noir detective stories, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Johnny was walking down the street. Yeah, she came into my office. She had legs from here to Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And he's a hard drinking detective who gets the job done, but bends yeah. the rules of you. He's a maverick, but he gets results. <laughs> he's a wildcard. Yeah. <laughs> Did you think you'd be working in that at any point? Well, in 50s noir. In uh, 50s noir, yes, exactly. No. Um, <laughs> we started doing it. It was a total coincidence. Like, we're learning how to edit audio, came across audio yeah. drama and yeah. thought, let's, um, you know, I say we as myself and Robert who yeah, worked yeah. with us, uh, who I've always made stuff with. Yeah. How hard can this be? Did you have an idea they'd be podcasts at that point? Uh, yeah. Yeah, that, they were always um, designed so, to be podcasts. Yeah, cause, just because it's like a lot, like obviously a lot of audio drama, isn't it? It's maybe played in the radio or it might be a, an audio book or something like that. But mm. um so you started listening to podcast, yeah. So you got into We Are Live. So it was podcast first, and then it came along to the audio drama side of things. What What else were you listening to? What was the sort of like We Are Live graduated to Edict Zero, Edict Zero. Um, the Witch Hunter Chronicles, yeah. the Truth, which is you know the, yeah, these shows are all sure. still on the go. Aye, um, yeah. Audio drama was a less crowded space back then, mm-hmm. um, and. I would say uh, the the productions tended to be more complex back then. These yeah. productions are still on the go, but yeah. there's a lot of people who have come into it now. And, you know, there's no right or wrong way to do stuff, but there's a lot of single narration and very basic stuff now. You're saying there's a lot of wrong ways to do it. Yeah. 
I'm saying I do it the right way. I'm, I'm old school. There's no, not, you can always you can always tell when somebody's about to uh, about to tell to slag somebody off when they say there's not a right way or a wrong way to but do I'm, it. I'm but the right way. Here's the right way to do it. Yeah, no, I'm uh, I'm an apprentice of the We're Alive Zero schools. Yeah. Which is which you would call the overcomplicated way. Yeah. The never finished episode. <laughs> yeah. Whereas the new people that are into this are, are finding ways to do it sustainably and actually do it every week. Yeah. <laughs> and no, that's yeah. Colin, you you out of out of all us are, are the, the podcasting grandfather. Um, <laughs> your yours your experiences go back to what, two thousand and seven, which is uh, ten years? Yeah. I I think the first I've, you know, I've been trying to think about this recently because I get asked it a fair bit and I'm always trying to remember. I think the first podcast I ever made was 2007. But um, the, th- the the trouble is that it's not online because it was all in a university. So it's all it was all internal. So what you're saying is there's no proof there's no you're proof. a liar. There's absolutely no <laughs> proof. There, yes, that's exactly it. Uh, the first, like, so the first, I can you look this up very quickly. The first uh, episode of Podcraft, for example, was actually a repurposing of um, a course that I did at Edinburgh Napier Uni um, back in... Pff, I don't know, 2007 or something like that. Uh, but it, yeah, so that was that was years back. So here's the podcraft listing. Let's see what's actually listed. So the first one on here, yeah, this claims the first season went out in... It was called Pod School at the time as well, 2014. Yeah, so I mean, that would make it only three years old. But um, we did... Uh, I was basically running this podcasting class in the university for three or four years from 2000, I think it was 2008 actually. Uh, and we did a couple of shows about gaming and stuff like that as well with with some friends <laughs> at the same time too. So yeah, there's no proof. Absolutely. So you just have to believe me. <laughs> loads of years. <laughs> yeah, definitely teaching it since then at least. <laughs> but yeah. Hey, I have to thank you for this beer, by the way, Matthew. The Camper Van Brewery. This is delicious. The revolutionary milk stout. milk stout. Yeah, I'm on the uh, sneaky wee Orkney stout. Uh-huh. What about you, Brian? What have oh, you got in front of you? The redial. <clears throat> okay. Cold the fermented. Redial. Cold fermented. That's Never a lager that one. Before. Yeah, that's Williams. Williams Brothers. Uh, I have to. You have to forgive us for the the rattles and stuff here. We're we're breaking all the rules by putting bottles of beer on the table and uh, we're kneeing the table and all sorts of stuff. But. Um, yeah, uh, Williams Brothers Scottish Brewery, great, uh, great brewery actually, um, based over in the west coast. Yeah, west coast of Scotland, Alloa, I think is it Alloa, Alloway, something like that. Anyway, delicious stuff. Um, you should, you should be into. No, a minute, I'm thinking of the wrong country. Apologies. I was about to say you should be into your beer, but it's uh, it's more um, the Czech Republic that yeah. are. I mean, you were almost right. Yeah, <laughs> close. We were one country. <laughs> Until 1990. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, 1993, I think. I don't want to get my facts wrong. Yes. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, Slovakia. Were you even born then? No, 94 I was born. So, (laughs) they just. It's too young. But Slovakia has some awesome beer as well. And, uh, you know, the the legacy is there. Uh, But Czech Republic is, you know, very well known for yeah, its beer. Yeah. You can find it here in Asda. Yeah, yeah. That's why I first dis- first discovered anything that wasn't lager. 
I, okay. like, I kind of grew up on, I'm sure, I don't know if you were the same, Matthew, I grew up on Tenants and McEwen's and like horrible, terrible... Ocean Pills. Shit lager, yeah. <laughs> it's just awful. It's not to even good fair, lager. That's what everyone drinks here, Tenants. Oh yeah, that, no, yeah. no, I'm not saying, I, yeah, yeah. I, I, to be fair, yeah. I think it tastes almost like Czech beer. It's the closest right? I've... I've agreed with this uh, on this with most of my friends. Really? They think this is the closest you can come to Czech beer or right. the taste of Czech beer when you go to a Czech pub. Right. Okay. Yeah. Well, see, what I was going to say was my my first experience of not lager of beer not like that was in Prague, in the uh, the square in Prague where I ordered a uh, Krusevici Cherny. Yeah, I remember this really clearly for some reason. I don't know why because it's like. 15 years ago um, <laughs> Crucevici Cherny and I had no idea what that meant yeah. but you know what Cherny means of I'm course. sure <laughs> which is dark black yeah. yeah is it black it means literally black, black yeah. yeah so it was it came out and I'd, I'd never ever my, a couple of my pals were into craft beer and stuff like well not craft beer it was just ales at the time uh, and it was dark stuff and I hated it I thought it was like sewer water yeah. it was terrible um, but then a lot of old Scottish beers are a bit like sewer water it's like uh McEwen's 80 and stuff like that I like um, that <laughs> <laughs> going to offend a bunch of people here uh, did you so, manage to find Krusevice in Scotland yeah yeah, yeah so yeah. we came back so I had that and I was like oh shit this is awful I don't want that I don't like black beer I don't like dark beer at all and then but it was there and I was cheap so I drank it I was mm. like, actually, this is amazing. This is delicious. It was so, it was so good. Yeah, like, it was during the summer. It was cold. It was uh, yeah, it was great. So yeah, that was my I found first a experience. Pub in Aberdeen that serves it. Really? Yeah. Cool. No. <laughs> so yeah, but no, I, there's a, a fair few places I found serve actually. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it is a very famous one. I mean, the the most famous Czech beer is probably Pilsner. Uh, Pilsner. Or, that's but, the name. Budfire of it. is the one I always think about actually. Yeah, Budfire. Yeah. yeah. I mean. Budvar would be the name, and then there's yeah. uh, Budweiser, which is American. Yeah. Uh, but Pilsner Urquell, that's the mm. full name of the one. Of course, yeah, that's yeah. The most, I, I mean, that's the first exported one to America yeah, yeah. and stuff. Um, yeah. And uh, it's made in this Czech city called Pilsen. Mm. That's why it's Pilsner. Mm-hmm. And it's a, it is a very cool city. Yeah. Really historical, and they've yeah. got a massive brewery there. I went to, I didn't make it there, but I went to... Um, Chesky Budjevic, yeah, which is where the Budvar brewery, yeah, yeah. Budvar, you said, Budvar, yeah, Budvar brewery was, yeah, that was good. I don't know <laughs> if it's in any way connected to the American Budweiser or not. I don't think so. No, I don't. No, yeah. I, don't I don't think so either. Yeah. But I don't know why they use it. Yeah. <laughs> you ever tried Bockfast since you've got here? No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I've heard Buckfast. about it though. Yeah. Follow Bucky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so what you drink on. for Christmas or <laughs> <laughs> for anyone out there listening, Bucky, what what is Bucky Matthew? It's a fortified wine. Yeah. Made by monks. It's like, in, uh, it's, it's like technically of... quite a good quality drink, isn't it? Well sorry, go on. Sit in the southwest of you were gonna say. Southwest England made by made by uh, monks. Which is funny because um, <laughs> but... only Neds drink it. Yeah, me, <laughs> my Ned. I am. I am a wee bit. Um, well, you're wearing a. You got your Adidas tracksuit on today. I've got my um, Fred Perry. <laughs> so I, I'm a Ned. <laughs> Non-educated delinquent. That's, yeah, that's what a Ned means. Yeah. Um, yeah. The monk thing. Uh, the monk thing. We're, we're making alcohol. When I was in Bruges, we were talking earlier about this, Brian. I was in Bruges yeah. recently, and uh, the Trappist beers. It's all monks oh, yeah, as well, yeah. isn't yeah. it? Aye, yeah. Monks yeah. and beer. There's some, aye, some really good um, 
what's the term for it again? I can't remember now. Yeah, the, the, it's basically kind of there's there's brewery monasteries around. It's a bit, there must be some in Belgium, yeah, that are really good quality beer. I don't really like it actually. I I find that the taste of that type of beer a bit. I don't know. It's a bit kind of um, flowery for me. But okay. yeah. Ooh. He hates it so much he kicked the table. (laughs) Drinking beer and making podcasts, that's for you. Um, Cool. If you've just joined us, you're listening to three guys in a basement. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The other thing I want to so let's give give people people that have listened to you on Podcraft for years, Matthew. You know, years and years you've been on this now. How many years? Like a year. Uh, (laughs) What do you What do you do in your uh, you know? at home other than um, fondle your rabbits to, to entertain yourself <laughs> fondle my rabbits I do uh, it's not a euphemism actually just I care for uh, two rabbits um, one of them uh, his name's Willie and he's adopted this is making it sound worse yeah. uh, I know <laughs> um, we used to have me and my wife had um, pet rats and we were in a pet shop getting food for them and there was a, they've got an adoption centre, uh, animals up for adoption, rabbits up for adoption. I was walking past and there's this little rabbit with tiny little ears and he was all yellow. And there was a notice on his cage that said, my name's Willie, I've been in the shop for a very long time and I need a loving home. Yeah. And I was driving home in the car and I was nearly crying. I was like, oh, Willie, poor Willie. And uh the next day, like I went, I was there when the staff came to open the shop. Yeah. I was like, I, need, I need Willie. It's like turned up for a Star, Star Wars release or something. And overnight. they they said to me, um, you know, he's got he's got problems. And I was like, oh, here we go. So <laughs> Willie had been dumped on the, they've got a vet in the shop as well. Uh, very good vets. And um, Willie and his friend, in quotation marks, mm-hmm. had been dumped on the doorstep of the vets in a cardboard box. Mm-hmm. And male rabbits, when they don't get on, they really don't get on. You think a rabbit is a, a peaceful creature, a <laughs> herbivore. Um, Willie got his name because he had a very bad injury in the type of place you'd expect to, to have been given the name Willie. Um, so his friend, again in quotation marks, uh-huh. attacked him in that area and that, that's how he got his name he had to have an operation Jeez, that's harsh um, so we, we took Willie home and uh, he was he lives in the house yeah. um, and then a, f- a few a month after getting him he got a like a lump on his shoulder mm-hmm. so we took him back to the vets and it was like a, a tumour uh, so they had to operate and take this tumour out then a few weeks later he was limping on the leg where mm-hmm. he you know the side where he had the tumour so he had to go back and get his leg amputated. So, oh, no. you know, at this rabbit, point, we're like... luckiest rabbit You know, world. poor Willie, he, he's yeah. he's the one that's um, came out of this the worst, but we're about a thousand pounds down as well. <laughs> Thanks um, <laughs> And he's a Netherland dwarf. Uh, I, I didn't know this at the time, but yeah. their species of rabbit, when you look at their Wikipedia page, it uh-huh. says they're very aloof. They don't really, you know, they think they're above you. So yeah. he's a really grumpy wee guy. Um, so he's got three legs. Uh, we got him a girlfriend, uh, which calmed him down. A Is that bit, not just so. like quite cruel, given his? Oh, he still injury. he still has a goal. Um, <laughs> he's he's a very uh, you, you know you're sitting in bed reading a book and you just hear. So he he has a goal. Um, I'm, you know he's he's been neutered anyway, but um, yeah, yeah. 
So that's uh, that's what I do in my spare time. Is uh, I look after Willie and uh, his girlfriend Lucy. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah I, I, I like uh, like animals better than yeah. humans. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> in most cases, in a lot of cases, that's not a bad uh, judgment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you're you're not kind, you're not averse to a, a wee game of uh, football as well, though, eh? Yeah, I try my best. Um, I could be found standing on the sidelines as a substitute uh, on a Sunday, mm-hmm. usually mm-hmm. when when weather allows, which isn't often in Scotland, to yeah. be honest. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but what about you, Bram? What what are, what are your uh, hobbies outside of work? Um, I don't have many. <laughs> <laughs> not got no, any not rabbits. Really. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Never had pets. No. I can't believe that uh, I stand in the presence of a, of a programmer, a developer, and you're not like um, a D and D player or a Warcraft, a World of Warcraft player. Or, no, uh, uh, this is a very weird one, but I've never played World of Warcraft. What? That's a, yeah, that's you're a confession not, I have to make. Enough. I was, uh, I was, you know, my all my all my friends were playing it. I was like, yeah, you have to join our guild or something or whatever that is <laughs> I was like nah I mean I've got better things to do like work <laughs> no but uh, <laughs> so I bet you feel ashamed Matthew we're in the presence of a, of, of a programmer and we are definitely more geeky than him being uh, gamers not that much though uh, I still oh, right, run okay. my games uh, okay. yeah I've got a PS4 that's uh-huh. what I do when I uh, don't work uh-huh. You know, being a programmer, it means you're a bit nerdy. So mm-hmm. even in your free time, you're sort of spending time trying to find some geeky stuff online that you can <laughs> build or something. But if I really want to enjoy my free time, then I play some PS4 or... What are uh, you, you into just now? Just now, the new Uncharted. Uh, what's the name of it now? It's the f- not the fourth one, but the next one, The Lost Legacy, I think. Uncharted? Yeah. I've never heard of that. It is a PS4. Ex- like playstation exclusive game right, okay yeah and um it's one of the best games there ever were really right. and uh now they did a bit of a spin-off so this is the newest one and uh i've played it for a while it's absolutely amazing looks like a movie what's the what's the premise in uh, a couple of sentences it's basically like indiana jones <laughs> it's like uh hunting for treasures and People are shooting, and you is it uh, is that a first person shooter roofs. type thing or third person? Third, right? Okay, so you're cool. jumping across rooftops and yeah, yeah. fighting and stuff, yeah. trying to get to a treasure in Indiana yeah. mountains yeah. and yeah. stuff. Really cool. Then I got into The Witcher Three. Ah, uh, yeah. Was that just, the one you bought just recently, Matthew? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was so good. I yeah, <laughs> I spent so much time playing that. I actually uh, gave up on it. Um, I know that what? if I kept trying, I would have got into it. <laughs> what? But the um, the third person thing, the third person thing for me, unless it's Grand Theft Auto, I just struggle with. And also, it was the fighting was a bit hack and slash for me. So uh, yeah, see Matthew likes but, a bit more finesse. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but once you get into it, I don't know. I don't what, doubt that. What I, I've heard is um, the people from Slavic countries actually like Witcher better. Because it's made by a Polish studio, and that's why the culture in the game and all the legends and everything is more connected to our culture than the Western. So it's more of a... It's probably... That's why we all like it. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, So what you're saying is foreigners not welcome here? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) No, no. Um, No, it's the only game that I actually completed all of the side quests in. 
I don't know why. <laughs> Had just... you played the other Witcher games though? Because no. I felt, and I know it was designed to be accessible to, to people who yeah. just, but I felt with the storyline and the characters that I'd just walked in in the middle of something. I was like, all right, who's, you know, you know and your characters decided yeah. for yeah. you. No, I've got, um, well, like any uh, person who owns Steam is, and has ever visited a Steam website during a winter sale, I own all of the Witcher games, but I've never played them apart from the third one. Uh, I bought the first one, I bought the second one, and I never tried them. Uh, the first one that I actually tried was the third one. And uh, yeah, uh, it's very accessible to even... To, to even a person that never played the first or second one um but i recently also discovered that i can play really well uh i found ports of really old games mm-hmm. uh, that i used to play when i was a kid and i found ports of them for my mac so i play them now what like <laughs> uh age of empires 2 oh, oh great Empire. No, yeah. uh, i bought it now and uh it was only 189 yeah it's like that's such a great game oh, how can you great. sell it for such a low value so now you're talking rts that's, that's yes. the better genre much better than this fps caper yeah uh what was it my favorite so i'm rereading did i mention to you the other day i'm re- reading june just yeah. now yeah so june mm. uh two on the amiga that was my first ever rts okay that was amazing so good uh and then moved on to uh red alert command and conquer yes. red alert total annihilation have you ever played stronghold yes of yeah, course that's what i'm playing just now that is a good game well not just now but these days yeah. crusader yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so like 98, when did you say you were born again? 94. All right. Okay. So uh, 98 or nine. So you're like four or five at this point. Uh, me and a bunch of my friends were building a network in our uh, flat to play okay. Stronghold, to play Age of Empires, to play uh, Command and Conquer a bit, some Total Annihilation, all those games <clears throat> um, across our net, because this is before proper internet. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> and it was, <laughs> uh, but it was great. Like we're all in our own, it's so geeky. We're all in our own rooms, like three or four of us in our own rooms with our own wee computers playing these games uh, with each other. But it's so much fun. I remember yeah. playing Counter Strike Counter Strike one point yeah, yeah. six it was. Right. Yeah, yeah. with my friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was exactly yeah. like that. Yeah. Hey, bring your computer over, we're gonna play it over yeah. LAN. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. We ended up in later years it was more uh, Dawn of War. So the Warhammer. Okay. Uh the forty K. Forty K? That's yeah, right, isn't 40K, it? Yeah. yeah. Um you were more a fantasy battles guy, weren't you, Matthew? Rather than forty K, is that right? Yeah, I mean I dabbled in both. Yeah. I was more a painter than a than a gamer than a player yeah I don't know which one's geekier <laughs> which one's worse it was the shops that intimidated me because the staff are so like so enthusiastic the staff are, are yeah it's impossible to go in uh, yeah it puts me off going into the shops I would quite like to go in and have a browse around uh, a games workshop every now and again but I just I can't take the badger in yeah but, and the worst thing is you can't even be angry at them because you're right it's enthusiasm it's not like they're trying to sell you something it's they're yeah. trying to convert you. I don't think they get commission on that. <laughs> no. It's just they they love it so yeah. much. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they're they're they. Hmm, I'm probably going to offend some people here as well, but they are <laughs> usually of the type of people that can't really take the uh, social cues that you might give to say I'm yeah. not really up for talking to you right now <laughs> <laughs> so you can be quite I'm okay honestly I'm fine I'm just gonna have a look around if that's okay oh yeah but what are you looking around for what can I what do you collect what, what race do you go 
just want to look around. <laughs> oh yeah, no, but I'd love to help you find what you're looking around for. <sighs> when I was wee, uh, uh, for my birthday, I was allowed, me and my friend were allowed to go to the games workshop in Edinburgh. Mm-hmm. And I had like 40 quid's birthday money, which, you know, the games workshop, that'll get you like three models, three yeah. miniatures. And um, the, the the member of staff in there, and he asked me what I collected and whatever army it was at the time. He yeah. like started piling stuff up. I walked to the till with like this mountain of stuff and it came to like £1,100 and I had 40 quid. It's like, well, it, it wasn't me that put all this <laughs> I don't know what the guy thought would happen yeah, there. Yeah. So what are these game workshops? I mean, I'm a foreigner. Oh, I, I don't know this term. So. Oh, it's like, you know, t- uh, tabletop yeah. war games. Okay. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a Warhammer, Warhammer um, Fantasy Battles and yeah. Warhammer 40k. I, I know a shop like that yeah. in Aberdeen. And every time I walk by, pardon me, I always think like, nerds oh yeah absolutely <laughs> me too even though i might have i would have probably stopped by there colin like, says that from inside the shop <laughs> <laughs> look at us <laughs> nerds uh yeah no it's <laughs> i am reading it's the uh, the the series of books from the universe just now so go trek and felix oh um, yeah that's good actually oh, yeah so yeah. good i there's um have you ever read many of the 40k ones like um what do they call them again? Uh, I've read a few of them, but they're they're basically all about like the space marines and stuff like that. And there's a bunch of series, but they're they're so wildly varied in their quality. Like you, there's maybe I don't know fifty or a hundred of these books out there, forty k books. There's maybe a dozen which are absolutely exceptional, like really really good, and then the rest of them are all absolute piles of gar- garbage. I'll tell you what puts me off that universe, and you'll laugh at the irony of me saying this, <laughs> right? but it's, it, it's so joyless. <laughs> it is, it's just so like um, devoid yeah. of mirth. Yes, um, which you know that should suit me, but yeah. Um, yeah. At least the Warhammer universe, there's a wee bit of yeah, wee bit of fun in there. Fight. You've got the uh, yeah, the dwarfs and the the elves all uh, having a bit of a banter between themselves. And <laughs> anyway, <laughs> to not uh, alienate every single listener, we should probably try. Uh, <laughs> what, what are you guys doing for Christmas? <laughs> Since this is a Christmas episode, what are your uh, traditions? Where will you be, Bran? Uh, I'm flying home this weekend, so I'm flying back to Slovakia. And, uh, yeah, it's a bit different uh, than the UK traditions. Mm -hmm. Uh, We don't get presents on the 25th. Mm -hmm. We get presents on the 24th. Okay, (laughs) cool. Better. So you don't get any in the 25th? Sorry? You don't get any in the 25th? Uh, No. Uh, It's the evening on the 24th. That's Christmas for us. It's not the 25th. 25th is just a day, like a holiday. Yeah, yeah. still. Um, Santa's schedule, though. I mean, you can't. He can't get round everyone in a one-hour can he? So. Uh, well, the way it always worked in my family is we've always spent the Christmas with my grandparents uh, because, you know, they're getting old and we don't want to leave them alone. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we always travel there. And because we always got presents there, uh, and my, parent, my parents uh, had Christmas, well, had presents for me as well, mm. Uh, I got presents in the morning on the 24th and then in the evening as well when I was a kid from my grandparents. So it was <laughs> yeah. like two Christmas, yeah. uh, Christmas days. Uh, yeah, so uh, then the, on the 25th, you just sort of wake up and enjoy your presents <laughs> and uh, finish all the food that was left over from yeah. the 24th. Yeah. 
And then the same goes for the 26th and yeah. 7th. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, see, we, we used to do, it, it's probably just more a move to to try and stop the kids bouncing off the walls, but my folks used to let us open one present on Christmas Eve. Okay. So like when it came to, I think it was 6pm maybe, right up to we were 15, 16, we got to open one present and that was it. So we had one thing to play with on Christmas Eve to try and calm us down. Could you choose down. that present though? Yeah, yeah oh, we, there was stuff under the tree. So like of okay. all the things under the tree. So you could have pick one picked, thing. you had to pick carefully though. Oh yeah, oh no, yeah. This was like all a, day just planning. Which oh, it was a it was a big deal. It was like yeah, what? Oh no, this is a massive choice. What if I I'm going to open a pair of bloody socks or something yeah. and get absolutely nothing to play with? And, yeah. Well, I see that was the thing though. Often I found it was definitely not the biggest one was the best. The biggest one would be sometimes like a quick hit. Someone that would be great for twenty minutes, thirty minutes. But it's often the small ones would you know they're the kind of things that you play with thing for is, a long like, time. The big one. Could could be a coat mm-hmm. exactly it's Clothes. not enjoyable a dressing gown well now it is that was always now the we're dreaded <laughs> bloody dressing gown yeah no the thing is like <laughs> now that we're getting older i i've got more enjoyment from clothes yeah than i than yeah. i did when i was a kid obviously. that wears off though <clears throat> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the year for the for the one year that you can that follows you being able to afford good clothes yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> there's a year of novelty <gasps> shit i love this coat and then you yes. suddenly oh it's like, again. no <laughs> no but uh it's always cool even when you're an adult and you get like uh like some gadgets or cool toys you can yeah. play with yeah i mean when you're a man at least <laughs> yeah yeah what have you what have you are you expecting something matthew have you got someone on your christmas list from uh, the good lady uh no i, d- I, I dare say she'll get me something mm-hmm. but i don't i don't expect anything mm-hmm. um but uh, i don't see, know see i'm no. much more i'm much more graspy i i ask for things I'm like, this is what <laughs> i want this year i want this thing <laughs> Yeah, I'll see. I'll see how I get on. Um, <laughs> what are your, do you have any uh, strange or unusual traditions in your family for Christmas? No, I, I can't. I can't offer much, much interesting uh, banter on this subject. Turkey, um, drink, fall asleep. Yeah, just usual. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll open my beer and, and and then another one, and yeah. then another one, yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> and we'll see how that goes. If you're not sick and drunk by nine o'clock, then yeah, something's gone wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Colin? What are you up to? We we're getting to stay home this year. Actually, we're always um, you go up north usually. Yeah, we quite often do. We we split it around it's, since we had the kids. So um, three and f- three and six. So for six years now, since Alistair was born, <clears throat> you basically have to spread them around. Like you have to deliver the children to the grandparents uh, to to let them enjoy said children. Not you. you. It's nothing to do with you know me or Kate. It's all about the children. Uh, so you have to deliver said children to the family. Um, and uh, and let them get uh, fond over for basically the older Christmas. <laughs> but this year is going to be great actually because we're just going to be at our house, uh, just do our own thing, and uh, and open all the presents there. And yeah, it's cool actually because they're like you say that you get less excited about Christmas as yeah. you get older, yeah. or you get excited about different things. But this year is the first year probably where our oldest really understands what's coming, so he's getting proper bouncing off the walls and going absolutely crazy like he's eating his advent calendar every morning <laughs> we bought him two this year Kate and I both got advent calendars so every morning they're opening right. two sweeties right now which is terrible so he still believes in Santa oh yeah absolutely oh, nice. 
Oh no, he, li- he listens to... No, he doesn't. Uh, <laughs> he's only 16. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so he's really looking forward to it and uh, our youngest is just beginning to understand it too. So the kind of combination okay. of the two is going to be really good this year, I think. So when do you get the advent calendar here? First uh, of December. It just goes right. through December. No, because we get it on the 6th. I know it's weird, but what? we've got this thing called Santa That makes no Day. sense. Uh We've got this thing, uh, thing called San Nicolas Day. <laughs> okay. And it's basically a day where you get all the Swedes in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's for kids. I mean, we still do it with my girlfriend because, I mean, it's you Swedes. Like sweets? Yes. <laughs> and, uh, you don't go out of Swedes. <laughs> so you wake up in the morning and you've got your stocking full of Swedes. Yeah. And uh, it's basically a thing across Europe. Uh, but you don't do it here in the yeah. UK. I know there's a they do it in the Netherlands. I right, think. Okay. Yeah. yeah, and that's when you get your advent calendar, so you can eat the first six days <laughs> sweets for the first six days, and then you have to wait every day. Um, that is weird. Yeah, so that's why we get it on the sixth. That's cool though. Yeah. Nice internet. We're educating. This isn't exactly. just a, a total waste of time episode. We're actually educating people on international yes. customs. Nobody's yes, nobody's listening at this no. point. <laughs> No. You've even They've got hex stopped. going off. Call well, it. well it, it, this is how far our standards talking, are. Like, talking yeah. about the kids, though, this is like uh, I can explain why I've got a uh, text going on just now because right now it is currently half past three in the afternoon. You know that I usually have to leave on a Thursday at three o'clock to pick up Alistair. So today I have him being covered. So Alistair's my oldest, son, uh, oldest boy. Uh, He's been picked up by somebody that's never picked him up before, so I'm slightly worried that they're they're not going to turn. You're micromanaging I'm, the. I'm about to get a phone call saying, uh, "Mr. Gray, your son is currently standing in the playground by himself, freezing, and his, his dad drinking at work. His, it's like a really yeah, bad uh, exactly. overall picture yes. that they're going to be getting. And I'll, I'll turn up with a, a bottle of beer in hand. Sorry, anyway. son, daddy's drunk at work. Yeah, <laughs> and he's frozen to the ground in the playground outside. So that's why I'm t- I'm currently I have my phone with me social and it's vibrating calling. <laughs> <laughs> but thankfully that vibration was not somebody going Colin your son's standing freezing in the playground but it's not so that's good <laughs> okay <laughs> so that was yeah 40 minutes I hope that well I, I had fun I don't think a listener did, but there's if, no listener. If you, have, <laughs> if you have listened to this point, if you're listening, I applaud you for being uh, brilliant and amazing. And uh, actually, on a genuine note, like we do, we get a surprising number of people listen to this show. Um, despite the fact, I mean, we we obviously try and give as much as we can every week, and uh, we enjoy doing it, and we we love putting out the stuff on the website. So if you are listening and you've lasted this long, and you've listened throughout the year, then thank you very much for for being with us. We'd really do appreciate it. I know people say that tweet, in the podcast. Tweet Colin and let them know you've got this far. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, what would the hashtag be? What's the hashtag for? Uh, hashtag I got this got far. This far. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <That's> rubbish. <laughs> There'll be somebody else doing that. Pod pod. pod Christmas, no, podcraft, craft, Christmas craft, pod Christmas crap. craft, podcraft, <laughs> podcraft. <laughs> okay, podcrap. Hashtag podcrap. Uh, if you've made it this far, <laughs> let us know. <laughs> We'd love to know um, if you have an idea. Okay, will that do? I think so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to the pub. <laughs> okay, we're off to enjoy our Christmas. This is uh, basically our last uh, our last podcast before we head off. We're off for our, our dinner, our lunch, our beers, 
Hope you enjoy your own, your turkeys. Anything less to say, guys, to the to the loyal, yeah, if, wonderful if, people? If you celebrate Christmas and all that yourself, have a good one. If not, have a good one anyway. Always have a good one. That's true. Have a good whatever. Indeed, whatever you are, enjoy the next couple of weeks, whatever they are to you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Thank you very much. We'll talk to you later. Thank you.